Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. And hello and welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you on a Thursday night. And as you can tell by the title of the broadcast, it's going to be a little bit different tonight. So uh, I, I put it out there. Please come um, with a sense of humor and an open mind. So we're going to talk about a few things tonight, uh, especially uh, I'm going to introduce tonight or I'm going to actually, uh, I guess, uh, give you guys what I'm, I'm thinking is going to be the next study. And uh, so I'll get that to you in just a moment. So if you're joining me on uh, Let This Mind Be In You on Facebook, please drop a line over there. Please say hello. And if you're joining me on YouTube, do the same. Uh, just write down where you, who you are. If uh, if your handle is like, I don't know, some kind of like uh, different than your name. I see uh, Sister Susie Wilson is already uh, over there on YouTube. Good evening to you, ma'am. Sister in Christ there. Let's see here. Nobody yet on Facebook, I don't think. I got to get this. A little bit lower here. Here we go. All right. Uh, so if you're watching on either one of those channels, please say hello. And I'll be monitoring the, the chat because we're going to talk about a few interesting things tonight. So I'm more than expecting if somebody tunes in live that I'll get uh, some comments. Uh, maybe somebody later on will watch this. Um, it's one of those things that usually gets uh, attention when you start talking about conspiracy theories. So that's one of the things we're going to be talking about tonight. Different funds, conspiracy theories. Uh, I've been, I've been kind of, I've been joking around with my wife about this for a very long time since I started doing this, uh, this podcast slash vlog or whatever it is, you know, with a video and then, uh, the podcasting platforms, um, uh, which, by the way, you can look me up. Let this mind be in you podcast. Look it up uh, anywhere you uh, you find your podcast. I'm more than likely I'm there. So you can go back and listen to all the past uh, archive studies. And uh, if you want to watch the past archive studies, all you have to do is uh, go on to let this mind be in you on Facebook or let this mind be in you on YouTube, the channel, and uh, the playlists are all there. You can it's it's fairly simple to find things in there. Uh, so you can go and search that out. But um, if you're not following me yet on, on either Facebook or YouTube, please go to Facebook and YouTube and follow me on both sites. <laughs> um, so just it'll help out with the algorithm. The more likes, the more comments, the more the times you guys uh, do, you know, hit the little like button. So make sure you're hitting the like button. That's also always, always, always helpful. And then share it with all your friends. And if you want to reach me, you can always reach me with hate mail <laughs> or just regular email and a word of encouragement to ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. As you can tell, I'm in a little bit of a mood this uh, this evening. I've been I've been on leave uh, for about a week or so, and uh, I got to go into work tomorrow, and then I'll be on leave again for another week or so. Um, just trying to burn a bunch of leave days. Uh, I can only have a certain amount on the books, and I don't haven't been taking a lot of leave. So I've been trying to like burn those. Been at the house, been taking the kids to like summer camp and stuff like that. It's it's been fun. So get to hang out with the the misses. That's always fun, and she's watching. So brownie points to me. Sounds good, she says. So the sound engineer from the the bedroom back here is. Uh, Letting me know everything's working out good. It looks like the audio and video is going through just fine with the internet connection tonight. That's always a blessing. Praise the Lord for that. And that's what Brother Dave says. Dave uh, Wilson, hey, good to see you. Sister Diane Bollinger, also on here. Good evening to you, ma'am. 
And uh, Brother Dave says, Facebook and YouTube is thumbs up. Great. Good. Mama is here. My mom. Tina D'Angelo, she's here. Thank you, Mama, for watching on YouTube. It's going to be an interesting one. So we'll see how long this goes. Uh, we'll see who all gets on here. Um, but like I said, if you're, if you're watching, please always leave a little comment so I can see that you are watching. That would be helpful. All right, let's jump right into the first one. Oh, wait. Before, you know, while I still have everybody, because not everybody watches to the end. I could tease it to hold everybody to the end, uh, but the next study is going to be on the book of Acts. I don't know if I'm going to start it next week or I'm going to take next week off um, and then begin the, the book of Acts. Uh, studying the transitional book of the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, uh, written down by, uh, some people call it uh, Luke Part 2, because uh, uh, Luke, obviously the Gospel of Luke, and then he... Uh, he pens down um, the book of Acts. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting study to, to look at that because um, as, as it's not a secret where I, where I stand biblically on some things dispensationally. And so uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to see uh, Peter and his group at the beginning and, and see the differences of what we preach now uh, between that and about approximately mid-Acts, um, some, you know, some people call it mid-Acts dispensational. That's uh, where I am at biblically now. You know, my mind is open to be changed biblically, but that's where I'm at now, where I believe um, the, it's a good scriptural basis for that position. But besides all that, we're going to go through the book of Acts. Um, so that will take quite a long time to get through all of Acts. However, uh, however many weeks it would be, if it ends up um, right about to my time of my retirement, we'll hopefully we'll be able to wrap it up before then, and then um, we'll have to see what I do on my once I retire because we're going to take a trip, just me and my wife for a couple weeks or so. So I'm definitely going to be taking some time off there. So we'll see. But the Book of Acts will be the next study. We'll go through the entire book, and I cannot wait to do that with you all. Uh, so tell all your friends. Like I said, like, share, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. All right, let's get into the first conspiracy theory. Um, as you can see from the uh, <laughs> when I started up the program um, this uh, this afternoon, this evening. Let's see if I can. Let's see here. Let's do this. Take that. Take that off of there, and then fade this over. And you can see there the, the, the spaceship. So that's the first thing that we're going to talk about tonight. What about aliens? What, we, what about aliens? You know, uh, just recently, I think it was yesterday, they had congressional uh, testimony uh, about people who have seen spacecraft, uh, seen live tissue or, or tissue that was from not from this world, you know, and this, that, and the other thing. Where do we fall on that? Is it, is it time for us to doubt our faith, doubt the Bible? Is it time for us to say, wow, wow, man, maybe maybe the universe is millions of years old, and maybe there's an advanced civilization out there that evolved, and uh, they have trans-warp capabilities, and they're able to bend uh, the fabric of space-time and, uh, you know, get to us faster than light, you know, and uh, somehow or another they make it here, and they're exploring, but yet... They come through our atmosphere, and somehow uh, they're not able to survive a crash. Uh, something happens, you know. You know they're able to travel, and they're so advanced they can travel hundreds of thousands of light years. Uh, but they they make it to this planet, and just something goes wrong. You know those pesky engineers on other planets they don't get it right every time as well. And uh, these 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 spacecraft they 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 uh, they crash. What about that? I mean, should we start shaking and doubting? Our faith, yeah. And Brother Dave's putting on here on Facebook the uh, the link to the uh, Congress holds UFO hearings. Now you can tell I'm being a little bit sarcastic here. I believe, okay, this this is where I'm at. Okay, so this first conspiracy theory, I think the Bible in Genesis gives us the answer to what God created. I believe the Bible is God's word. I believe every word of it. Okay. And so when it comes down to that, in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26, and God said, and this is in the sixth day, let us make man 
That's me. That's you. That's humans, humankind. In our image, after our likeness. Now, I've talked about this before. The likeness of God, what does that mean? I think that's a three-part being, a three-member being, body, soul, and spirit. And that's the likeness where, you know, obviously there's differences between males and females, no matter what the, you know, the, the, the current status is in, in today's upside down world, that there is differences in the genders, but the likeness, how we're constructed of body, soul, and spirit is after our likeness, God says, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth. He creates man and puts him in dominion as far as the keeper of this earth. And we'll talk about the earth here in a moment. <laughs> but in uh, our next conspiracy theory. But in this conspiracy theory that there's aliens and somehow or another the government is, is hiding it from us. But God's word says, over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, this is interesting. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. That's Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. So the interesting part is, is that the earth is named several times here. That man has dominion over this earth. He created man in his likeness. Now, is there creeping, crawly things, maybe on some distant planet out there, that consists of a body... And a spirit, like it has some sort of intelligence where it knows to move around or whatever God chooses to create, creeping on this earth or on some other distant planet. That's one thing. But man is created in the likeness of God. A body, a soul, and a spirit. I don't believe what they're seeing is off this world, some human or some sort of intelligent beings that are able to travel to this planet. Now, I do think, I do very much believe in um, false seducing spirits, as the Bible calls them. I do believe in that. Uh, so whatever people are seeing, video or otherwise, and it's always grainy, and it's always, you can never really tell, and then most of the time it gets debunked as being something else. Or... It's the government trying to hide some other program. Now, I've been in the military for going on 23 years now. One, I know that there's always special projects going on. <laughs> it's not a secret. Uh, you know, they did a bunch of stuff in secret in World War II, creating the atomic bomb. However, that was very top secret. And But even that was, they were barely able to hold that together before stuff started leaking out about that. And then they dropped an atomic bomb and so forth and so on. Then the whole world knew. The point is, is that with human beings involved, it's very hard to keep a secret for 70 plus years. You know, Roswell and all these other kinds of things. Now, if you believe in life on other planets, I can get on board with that as far as creepy crawling things. Something that has a body and some sort of spirit, as far as a mind. I have no problem with that. But when you come to a living soul, and here's, here's the next uh, verse I wanted to read to you. Uh, let's see here. The breath of life, here it is, coming down here in Genesis. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Um. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Oh man, I I just had it. Mm. Hold on, I'll have it here. It's where it says man, uh, God breathed, became a living soul. Hold on, hold on, wait one. Somebody will probably have it in the in the comments before I get this typed in here into my search. Yes, I'm sorry. Genesis 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The only living soul that God ever created, where he breathed into him uh, the breath of life, 
as the Bible says, and then also as far as he says there, uh, he created man in his likeness. The only thing that the Bible says that he ever created to that extent, not an angel, which maybe people are seeing fallen angels or whatever, I don't know. Uh, you know, some people speculate Nephilim and all these other kind of conspiracy theories that are out there. My point is, is that the Bible gives us what God has created. I don't believe in evolution. I'm a young earth biblicist, meaning that I believe, give or take a few thousand years, but no more than 12 in my mind, 12,000 years old on this planet. Okay. Some people want to disagree with that. And so regardless of that, it's not millions and billions of years. Okay. It is a young earth that's been messed up by some things and namely, and we'll see here in Second Peter chapter 3, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. This is Second Peter 3, verse 3. And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of. They, they know better. They're just willingly rejecting it. That by the word of God, the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. So they're willingly ignorant of God creating the heavens and earth, and they're also willingly ignorant that there was a flood, a catastrophic flood, as the Bible says, and that uh, made the geological features in which we see today. Okay? That along with an ice age, which really did occur. The point is, is that when it comes to what about aliens, and should we be concerned... I don't believe that the Bible teaches that anything, that there is any sort of sentient, meaning to me, containing a soul created in the likeness of God anywhere, okay? Other than earth, male, as it says there, male and female created he them back in Genesis 1, okay? Period. So, whether there's some sort of great delusion that's going to come after us, the body of Christ is out of here. We which are dead in Christ and we which are alive remain are caught up. And whenever that happens, if whatever comes, whether they believe a strong delusion, that they'll believe the lie that God sends, whatever this is creating it to be, I don't know. I won't be here. But I do know that the Bible does not say there's any sort of created in the image of God, is created anywhere else besides this earth. Now, some may disagree. Some may say, well, we need to be prepared to give an answer if, if they come out with conclusive evidence that there's some sort of sentient being, E.T. type, um, whatever. And I'm a space nerd, okay? Trust me. <laughs> I, I'm science fiction when it comes to all that kind of stuff. I, I grew up on all sorts of different things. Um, I'm a big fan. But what trumps all that, what's above all that, is the Word of God. And the Word of God says male and female created him. Humans created man, humankind, mankind in his image. Male and female created he them. So, do I believe in aliens? Not of the variety that come from outer space. Okay. <laughs> Now, if somebody has some sort of biblical proof that says, hey, there are the possibility of extraterrestrial life that is somehow sentient, meaning has a soul, you just let me know. Okay, you find that in the Bible, and I'm right on board with you. I'm, I'm like, hey, let's create the next rocket ship, and let's figure it out, or let's keep sending signals out from... You know, uh, whatever that they've been sending signals out, radio signals out, you know, saying, hey, we're we're friendly. You know, there's a big gold disc on Voyager one that's got supposedly all sorts of hieroglyphics and different things on it that we sent out into it's beyond our solar system now um, that supposedly, you know, hey, we come in peace kind of a thing. But I don't find any biblical proof for it. Therefore, I don't, it doesn't bother me. They can talk about it all they want. I think it's, I think it's funny. Um, you say, well, you're just being a skeptic and this, no, I'm being a biblicist. And the Bible doesn't give any sort of indication at all 
You know, that there's some sort of body, soul, and spirit out there that's living on SETI Alpha 5. You know, con! Or whatever. <laughs> oh, anyways. So, hey, Brother Ken. Okay. Uh, any thoughts on dinosaurs? Okay, let's talk about dinosaurs. That's a good one. I personally think that dinosaurs were created along with all the rest of the creation. And I also believe that those dinosaurs living under <clears throat> whatever creation and what he made back then, uh, they grew to be very, very large. Don't have any problem with dinosaurs at all. I love dinosaurs. I love talking about them. I love uh, watching programs about dinosaurs, but they can't get past that 65 million years. Why can they? I think that most of the dinosaurs were wiped out in the flood. And then after the flood, I think that um, men started living a lot less. Um, animal kind, the Earth's atmosphere was, I think, vastly different. I think that there was all sorts of upheavals. I think there was an actual ice age. I think there's all sorts of different things. And, you know, cold-blooded lizards don't do very well in that. Um, so dinosaurs dying out, maybe being hunted by man and, uh, you know, as a, as a big trophy or a lot of meat or whatever. That's what I think about dinosaurs. I also believe that there's very good indication and proof uh, from a lot of different accounts that people have pulled up all sorts of things from the ocean. Uh, please, I believe it's a plesiosaur. They think they found a plesiosaur in Japan. They pulled up one out of the ocean. They just didn't know what it was, and it was like, oh, well, seems kind of weird that there's, it's not a 65 million year old, you know, dinosaur living in water that's going to be like, you know, decompose all the way. They find live tissue. On, on things, you know, they find mammoth, they find all sorts of different kinds of things that we think is prehistoric, you know, that's the world's term, prehistoric, but dinosaurs, love them, that's my thought on dinosaurs, there may even be some still smaller versions still alive today, uh, I live near a lot of swamps, alligators and crocodiles, so they're dinosaurs, they get pretty big, and they can as long as they stay pretty healthy and have stuff to eat, they get pretty big. They find some monsters out there in the bayou. And have you ever seen a Komodo dragon? Them jokers get big. I watched a Komodo dragon <laughs> eat a whole goat in probably less than a minute. Like snout to tail. You know, the whole thing, legs and all. <laughs> Just ate it, swallowed it right up. So, you know, that's a dinosaur. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different other kinds of things. You know, but, a, you know, 65 million years ago, there wasn't a, you know, big asteroid that hit. And then, you know, somehow or another mammals that emerged after that and all this other kind of nonsense and garbage. And dinosaurs turned into birds and all these other kinds of evolutionary things. It's just not true. They haven't been able to find a, a transitional link ever on that. So I just think that they disappeared. I think fire-breathing dragons. I think they were alive still in Job's day. You know, Behemoth and Leviathan and all these other kinds of things. I, I think that they were. Fire-breathing dragons of lore, you know, you know, all the way from Europe to, uh, to Asia to down into Africa. There's all sorts of different kinds of things, and they all have flood accounts, and they all have these huge dinosaur accounts. So who knows? But I do believe that they existed with man, and uh, the climate just definitely changed back then. All right, the, the pre-flood climate was, I think, vastly different. Uh, a lot, there's a lot of different thoughts out there. The Institute Creation Research is a good uh, um, um, source for that. Uh, obviously, Answers in Genesis, you know, there's a lot of different different sites. I would just caution people about taking doctrine from those places. But um, as far as their scholastic research uh, from a biblical worldview world um, and a, you know, a young, young, younger earth uh, account, uh, those are some good places to look at. So, anyways. 
Speaking of the earth, here's the next one. Here's the next cons- fun conspiracy theory. And, as, and it goes back and forth in popularity over the years uh, that I've been online here, but uh, it's the flat earth. You know, I've mentioned it a few times in here, and I, I want to I just tell you right off the bat, if you believe that this earth is flat, concave, donut-shaped, a hollow earth, uh, whatever you want to believe that, uh, you know, that the earth is, fine. Don't lead out with that if you're going to say you're a believer in Christ, though, okay? I don't think it's scriptural, even though people bring up scripture verses that are clearly not talking about the shape of the earth, but people want to go to Jeremiah and all these other kinds of places on it. I've heard it all. It just makes you look ridiculous, okay? You know, the the whole thing about, you know, there, you know, the, you know we haven't, we haven't seen the boundaries because the government has kept it secret all around the world. It's the new world order, and they, you know, they've kept it secret for all these years that uh, that the Earth is a is a flat plane uh, with a with a dome over top of it and an ice wall boundary around the entire thing. And then when you try to say, well, what about moon phases and the sun rotating? You know, like as far as the sun, you know, shifting in the position in the sky and all these other kinds of things. Oh no, no! And they try to explain it all, but every single time they come up with some other excuse to not, you know, believe it. I guess I, I don't know. But again, it's not that important to me. I really don't. It doesn't matter. There's been guys that have tried to. Um, shine a flashlight i saw one you know this guy's going out there he's shining a flashlight over a certain amount of miles and uh he says now see if it's um the certain curvature of the earth if this was this case and this case and this case like that he he shouldn't be able to see the light unless he he you know gets up on this ladder and goes up on whatever it was and sure enough they're like well see can you see the light and he says no and they got video cameras on the other side and you know, however many far away it was. And he said, can you see the light? No, I can't see it. Well, get up on the ladder or whatever it was. And he went up the the expected amount. And would you know it? Would you know it? He can see the light. Well, there's got to be some sort of optical illusion in there and all these other kinds of things. Folks, please, 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 please. Don't make that your mainstay. You can go down a rabbit hole all you want to, but just simple mathematics that God gave us the the ability to understand mathematics show that the earth is not a flat plane okay you know I've heard everything you know the circle of the earth well if the, the earth is a spheroid that's a circle you know the circle of the earth you find it everywhere well what about the four corners of the earth it's obviously a saying. There's not an actual four corners of the earth. Even the, one, even the people that believe that the earth is flat say it's still a disk. And the, I mean, there's some that will say, well, no, see, actually, it's a, it's a disk, but you can find north, south, east, and west. You know, you'll, you can run out and you can eventually hit that. Okay. If you, don't, if you think that that's what the Bible is saying, more power to you. Okay, but it's clearly allegorical statements that are made. It's never something that Nebuchadnezzar climbed up a tree that was tall enough to see the ends of the earth or something like that, as in some sort of, that's what he actually did. Okay. So, flat earth, there's where I stand on that. To me, it's very simple to disprove, you know, but... I think it makes I think it makes Christians look ridiculous, and I think that that's on purpose. I think that there's a lot of charlatans out there that have deceived many people because people have gotten their eyes off the Word of God, or people use the Word of God, surprise, surprise, to confuse people. Cults do it all the time. Take a couple verses out of context or and ascribe meaning to them, and then here you are. Here's your belief system, and again. If you want to believe in flat earth, if you believe that's what the Bible teaches, more power to you, brother, sister. Just please, please don't talk to the lost world about it, okay? That's not, a, that's not, a, that's not the gospel of our, of our salvation. You know, 
if you can find me in any of the uh, Paul's letters to the churches where he addresses the shape of the earth, um, let me know. But um, the Bible says, according to Paul, let's see if I can find that. Uh, where is that at? I'm thinking of a verse right now. Let's see if anybody knows where I'm going to and can put it in the chat. Uh, I'm thinking about... Okay, now I'll just have to say it. Maybe everybody can. Uh, um, where he talks about didn't didn't want to know anything among them except for Christ, Christ crucified. Like he he didn't come in excellency of speech. Is that Timothy? Somebody excellency of speech. I'll look it up. Somebody will put it in the chat. Let's see here. Where is that at? Anybody know? Let's see. We got anybody yet? Brother Ken. Where is it at? Man, why can't I think of that? Hmm. Yes, 1 Corinthians. I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I can't believe I couldn't remember that where that was at. First Corinthians chapter two. Paul doesn't come and say, Hey, look, we're gonna show, you know, that God created because the earth is different than the planets we can clearly see. Yes, Brother Dave, I got it. First Corinthians two, verse two. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Brethren, when I came to you, verse 1, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what you should be talking to the lost world about. Christ and Christ crucified and how that his death, burial, and resurrection can take you from being, as it says in 1 Corinthians, to a natural man without any sort of understanding and make you an unnatural man back into the image when he created you rejuvenated in your mind where you can know spiritual things where you can know things because they're spiritually discerned because you now have the mind of the Lord as it says in verse number 16 we have the mind of Christ now that's what you should be striving to tell a lost world not all this other stuff. Yes, Jamie Gilbert. Thank you. First Corinthians chapter two. All right, uh, let's go. To, so that's that's the flat Earth. And look again. If I lose a hundred, you know, subscribers because you know uh, that's this is, I'd rather you really consider what you're getting upset about. Okay, I just I started out this this uh, this podcast as being as different as I normally do of just talking about what's on my mind. And uh, I said unequivocally, I believe that the word of God is true. It is infallible. It's inerrant. It is inspired. All these different kinds of things. Okay? Uh, so please, if you agree with that, you believe in the revelation of the mystery, you, like, you want to learn more about what Paul says you know, nothing more than Christ and Christ crucified, what that means and who you are now in Christ and how we should live this life. You want to keep following me. And as we study along about that, that's awesome stuff. So, yeah, but uh, anyways, let's see. There's a comment here. Uh, Jamie Gilbert starting or getting into an argument about the earth being flat, which it is not, is like the endless genealogies that discussed in first timothy one verse four yeah i mean I, that's a good that's a good um comparison i guess you would say um 
at least in genealogies, I think that there's, you know, at least something to grasp that. Um, there's, again, you know, space is fake and, you know, all these other kinds of things, folks, just please, 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 please. There's, I know a good brother in Christ that is a surveyor and he will be the first to tell you that in the, even in using their equipment, that the earth is not flat, <laughs> you know, it, it, anyways, let, let's move on. All right. Let's see another one up here. So let's see, what are we talking about? We've talked about aliens dinosaurs flat earth what else can we get into sister susie what do you think about unicorns mentioned in the bible as opposed to what is portrayed as a unicorn today a mythical creature hmm yeah i don't even know if the term let's look in my strong's concordance here unicorn yep not a match. Not in the entire Bible. Uh, there's a one-horned creature, I think, is what you're talking about that people say is a unicorn. Where is that at, by the way? Because there are one-horned creatures. Uh, the narwhal. Uh, <laughs> my kids will be the first to tell you. They love the narwhal. You know, that's got one horn. Um, I'm sure that there has been other things that have one horn growing out of their head. Um, so... As far as a horse that had a horn coming out of its head, I don't know. Who knows? I know it was a horse if it was, you know, and just because it had a horn growing out of its head doesn't, you know, doesn't phase me none. I mean, if they found, if they found um, uh, a skeleton or some sort of fossil remains of uh, something from the Ice Age and there was some sort of horned horse and they're like, well, see, there you go. There is a horse. You know, there's the unicorn from uh, from fairy tale land or whatever. It wouldn't. Okay, it's a horse that God created. You know, no problems there. Sister Susie says a rhinoceros. Yep, there's some rhinoceros that have two horns. Some have one. Yep. So that's what I think about that. You know, the the Bible mentions all sorts of great creatures. You know, the like I mentioned earlier, behemoth and uh, leviathan. You know, were those dinosaurs, what they, could they possibly be? Some people are like, well, that one's a, I think uh, they said behemoth is a, is, a, is, a, is a big elephant. I've heard that, but the description in Job doesn't describe an elephant. Um, it describes a great tail. It sounds more like a, uh, uh, a brontosaurus or something like that. But yeah. Unicorns in the Bible is similar to a one-horned rhinoceros. I know there's, you know, and again, it it probably doesn't it doesn't come. Like I couldn't find unicorn at all, uh, but one-horned wherever it's found in the Bible, no problems there. Um, just like you know, I think rabbits, rabbits aren't called rabbits; they're called conies. I think. Just different different terms in the old in uh, the older English and stuff like that, but that's you know what they are. Uh, it's a it's a rabbit, you know, not some sort of mythical creature. Although, you know, a winged horse with a unicorn, you know, sounds pretty neat. But uh, God created all, so if there was something to that effect, again, whenever they they go with this art, you know, the fossil record, and they keep showing these things, and it's like, well, see there there's a there's a dinosaur and then there's a, a smaller dinosaur and you know or you know that's you know in different strata of layer of earth and so those are 10 million years old or 55 million 65 million years whatever they believe the Jurassic age ended whatever it's all a bunch of hooey so it's not hard hey dad dad's on what other what other fun conspiracy theories should we talk about tonight Oh, okay. I got another one for you. How about... Boy, I'm going to get in trouble on this one. What about um, these worldwide cabals, uh, Rothschilds, um, you know, what about the Masons, the Masonic Lodges? What about this and what about these, you know, these these secret organizations and societies? Um... You know, all those different kinds of things. And I got something to think about that. Biblically, man is, the heart is wicked. 
unbelievably wicked. The Bible talks about that all sorts of times. You know, the sky's the limit on what people will do. Think about Pol Pot uh, in Cambodia. You think about uh, the genocides of Mao Zedong. Uh, you, you think about Joseph Stalin. You think about Adolf Hitler and what they did to people. Like this, this unbelievable quest for power and this earth and satanic type rituals and different things like that agree 100%. Do I think that man can control when he takes over this world? The answer to that is no, because of this point right here. Revelation chapter, I just went through this in the Revelation Rightly Divided, but let's, let's repeat it for maybe some people didn't know. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne, this is uh, Revelation chapter 5, Verse number one, the throne, a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. Now, these are like all the judgments. These are like uh, the, the one world government instituted. This is where the rise of the Antichrist happens. The, you know, all these different kinds of things. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the book. Who has the ability to put this in motion? There's a lot of evil people that probably are destined, you know, want complete one world government all that kind of, no problems with that <laughs> trust me i guarantee you that's happening right now however who is worthy to open a book and to loose the seals thereof and no man in heaven nor in earth neither under the earth was able to open the book neither to look thereon so to me anybody that's dead in the ground any man that's ever lived that is maybe in heaven now or is in the earth meaning i believe hell uh, or that's on the earth, that's still alive, doesn't matter where you are, man, by the way, getting back to our alien um, aliens thing, there's no uh, super advanced civilization that can open this book either. The Bible never mentions that. This angel never mentions that no alien uh, from City Alpha 5 can open this either. Man, mankind, God created man, Genesis 1. Anyways, moving on. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open, again, man, to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Only God himself, the Lamb, is worthy to open the seals and to institute this one world government. It is God's allowing these things and for him to open a book that happens, then things happen. The you know, whatever names you want to, like, I don't know, the, the Masons, the, the, the Illuminati, the, uh, the Rothschilds. Is there evil organizations bent on world domination? Absolutely. They can't do it on their own, though. No man. Only he is worthy. Only he, now, obviously, Satan's always got to have somebody in the wings. He's all, he doesn't know when this is going to get instituted. And I'm sure that there's evil people doing evil things all right now as we speak. But when it comes down to like secret societies and all these other kinds of conspiracy theories, I fully agree there's probably some real evil, heinous stuff that's going on in the world right now. I've seen it. I've been around the world. Around the world, as we were just talking about the flat earth, <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been everywhere. Um, taking a lot of flights all over the planet. And I've been to a lot of places in, in 23 years that uh, I've seen some unbelievably despicable things and actions that humans put each other through. But it comes down to this. No man. It's not like somebody can rise to power and be like, I'm the Antichrist now. Not without Christ opening up that seal, baby. All right. Okay. Oh, mom brought up space. So the pictures the astronauts sent down were all fake, I guess. It sure looked like a sphere to me. Okay. One of, the, one of the, my favorite things from the Apollo missions was when Genesis 1-1 was read, and I can't remember which Apollo mission that was. I think it was before the eleven. Apollo 11. It was one of the ones where they actually went around the Earth. I think it was the one that Jim Lovell was on. Nine or ten, I can't remember. It might have been eight. Anyways, one of the astronauts, you can look it up, said, you know, in the beginning God created. And he looked upon the, you know, he as they were taking this picture, you know, 
And I know there's people out there that says, well, that's all faked. You know, they, you know the moon landing was faked. I believe they landed on the moon. Now, I will give you this. That was some footage maybe taken later on in a, in a controlled environment? Probably so, because, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. However, that doesn't mean they faked the moon landing. They maybe just uh, did some videos that hype it up for the Russians to see. But I do think that they landed there. In fact, there's a, um, there's a satellite that's orbiting, that's orbiting the moon right now, whether you want to believe it or not, that sends back photos, and you can actually see the Sea of Tranquility, and you can see the Apollo 11 uh, site. Still there. It hasn't moved. You know, there's no air to move it around. And uh, by the way, they, when one of the biggest things that I love about the moon landing, too, is that they were so shocked at how little moon dust there was. Well, if it's a young Earth and a young creation, relatively, not millions and billions of years old, you're going to have about an inch or two of dust. Pretty easy to, you know, you're going to have the moon not being as far away as they thought it was either. But they know how fast it's escaping the Earth's gravity. Oh, that's another conspiracy. And gravity is fake, too. Come on, folks. Yeah, all right. So, anyways, I said come with your sense of humor. I, I about to have as much sense of humor as I possibly can with stuff like that. But, you know, jump off the top of my RV right now and see what happens. Okay. Don't do that. Please. I'm not saying that. YouTube, don't take me off. Because I said, you know, jump off a building. I didn't, I'm not telling anybody to jump off a building. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, da, da. So that's where I'm at on that. Anybody else have any conspiracy theories you want to talk about? Remember, the new study is going to be on the Book of Acts. I've already been on for about 45 minutes, so I can end at any time. Like I said, i got to go back to work tomorrow, unfortunately, for a day. The countdown is down to eight months, five days until my ceremony, my re retirement date where I go on terminal leave. Nothing? Oh, by the way, throw into like the whole Illuminati, all these kinds of different things, you know, whether or not, you know, I was going to say something about, you know, who's putting people in positions of power and everything like that. Um, God allows those to be put into positions of authority that he allows. Um, now, whether or not uh, people cheat and lie and do all sorts of different kinds of things, yeah, they've been doing that in politics since man fell, okay? <laughs> so I'm not... Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's been brought up by my father. Thanks, Dad. I wasn't alive for this. He was, barely. He was four years old. November 22nd, 1963, John Fitzgerald Kennedy was shot. Only one shooter, the lone gunman. What do I think about that? I don't think it was a lone gunman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's not something that we can prove from the Bible, though. I mean, that's not something that we can, you know, you know discuss biblically. Just some evil people doing some heinous stuff to a sitting U.S. president. Anyways. And uh, <laughs> only one shooter at JFK. Good one, Dad. But, um, yeah. That's where I stand on that. It's not a biblical stance, but yeah, one shooter, three shots, you know. What, what about the man on the grassy knoll and the shooter over there and all these doctored, you know, come on. Yeah, that, that was a, a, a true assassination. And by definition, I guess you would say it is a conspiracy because more than one person was involved. But uh, too much information on that one to go into on Let This Mind Be in You podcast. Uh, oh, Brother Dave, that's a good one. Okay, Brother Dave. Yeah, my mom says, before I get to that, my mom says, but November 22nd is great for other reasons. It sure is. 
And uh, November 22nd of this year will be 20 years I've been married to my wonderful wife, Kalisha. And, uh, yeah, it'll be 20 years of marriage, November 22nd. It's a good day. <laughs> this is not 1963 for uh, the president. Anyways. All right. Lost books of the Bible, Brother Dave says. Ooh, and giants being covered up by the Smithsonian are two theories going around. Okay. Let's get to this. Lost books of the Bible. All right. What about the Dead Sea Scrolls? What about the, the, the Book of Maccabees? What about the Apocryphal books? And what about this? What about the uh, Gospel of uh, Judas? I think there's a Gospel of Mary. Boy, there's all sorts of, you know, um, books, you know, supposedly that have been written. Where do I stand on that? I believe that God says, I believe it's in Psalms, that his word, he would preserve his word. And I believe that the, I can only believe that there should not be any controversy that what we hold here is the completed word of God. Now, there's a lot of academic reasons why I believe those other books are completely uh, non-biblical. And don't need to be in the Bible. Much smarter people, I believe, um, as God said, he preserved his word. I think he placed people in the 1600s with massive amounts of intellect. And um, I believe he placed people there for such a time as that. And that uh, the authorized, you know, and it's not a version of the Bible to me. It is the Bible. It's the inspired word of God. And it's the completed word of God. That's where I stand on that. There's a lot of different reasons why the, you know, the, I don't believe in the gospel of Judas and a bunch of other, these other kinds of things. Um, you know, the apocryphal books, you know, some will say, well, in the, you know, first King James, uh, Bible, there was the, uh, apocryphal books in between, you know, Malachi and Matthew. I got it. But, uh, those don't have anything to do with, I believe, scripture. I think it's good. There's some good historical things you could probably find, especially, you know, the Maccabean Rebellion and a bunch of other things like that. But uh, lost books of the Bible, no. And as far as giants, I believe 100%. I believe 100% that there was giants. And if they found giants like skeletal remains, I why would they not cover it up, you know? Because you've ever noticed that uh, a lot of the skeletal remains, they like to say, is, you know, prehistoric man. Um, always has like smaller, you know, humans, uh, hominids, you know, kind of like, well, this is early versions of uh, humans, but it's not uh, Homo sapien, it's uh, Homo erectus and whatever other kinds of, you know, paleo paleological, you know, these words that they make up. Um, they're always these small apes, by the way. And they've been found out on that. Or they find like a small fragment of a, of a jawbone or something like that. And they're like, well, look here. And somehow or another, they create some sort of uh, ape-like man creature, you know, from, you know, you know 50, 150,000 years ago or whatever. It's all, it's all garbage. And they found out, you know, a lot of times, you know, they found one. They're like, oh, look at this. And it was a pig. Uh, it's a pig's tooth, you know. And anyways, but when it comes down to like the Smithsonian hiding like giants, I mean, look at Shaquille O'Neal. He's seven foot two for crying out loud. That's a giant to us, to me especially at five foot nine. Um, but there's people I believe that were nine feet tall. The uh, sons of Anak, you know, Goliath. Uh, I believe that uh, men of renown that it talks about uh, from the the Nephilim and all these other kinds of things. I believe that those were giants in the land. There, there was giants in the land of the uh, the promised land. They even said so. The Israelites were like, they went in, there's like, whoa, there's giants in the land. We look like grasshoppers compared to them. Now that's, you know, they're using colorful language, you know. They're not saying that they were actually, you know, that's how much taller these people were. But it's very symbolic, you know. It's very, like, he's using an analogy. He's like, look, it's like us being grasshoppers. I think there was nine and ten foot, maybe even twelve foot tall human beings walking around on this planet. Uh, a joke that I've heard, you know, back in the day is like, you know, well, a cubit is a Egyptian cubit is 18 inches. That's from your fingertip to your elbow. 
It's approximately 18 inches. And it gives them uh, the size of the arc in cubits. And everybody says, well, you know, that's a big thing. Well, if your cubit is 18 inches, but if the cubit that, you know, that, Mo that Noah was using back then was 24 inches, it's even bigger. So, anyways, that's where I stand on that. Giants being covered up by the Smithsonian. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Why would they not, you know? great discussion tonight guys <laughs> like i said this is something different i i made a joke with my wife a couple years ago i think i said you know how much you know how much um like viewership i could get you know with a bunch of clickbait if i talked about the latest conspiracy theory and talked about you know if i had like a, all the lights off and i just had one little spotlight on me and i was just like guys i got some inside information you know like all the people that believed in all that nonsense about you know what was it uh Whatever that stupid, you know, uh, QAnon. There it is. A lot of quote unquote Christians, a lot of quote unquote Bible believing people. Now I'm putting air quotes around that because God only knows. Who knows? You know, only they know in God, obviously. Uh, but they were like talking about how you know somehow or another that Trump was going to be instituted in, you know, some month and they heard it from this guy and they know for a fact and they got a prophetic word from the Lord. Here we are. Stay away from that kind of stuff. So anyways, but I, I just joked about it. I was like, man, we can make, you know, I could have so many viewers on here if I just, just went straight on and I could do it, you know, let's do it. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I got, I got, I, I have a very creative family background with the arts, you know, I got an uncle that's into acting and, you know, I did all this stuff as a kid. You know, my, my sister is very, um, what would be the word like artistic, you know, singing and acting and I could do it. I could guarantee you I could do it, but this is my authority and that's what I want to stand on. That's what I want to talk about. So it's not let this, you know, conspiracy theory be in you. It's let this mind be in you as the Bible says. All right. All right. Well, I think we're slowing down. We, what did all we talk about tonight? Let's see. Uh, space is fake. Moon landing. Um, flat Earth. Aliens. Dinosaurs. Giants. JFK assassination. All sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> Dad says that's no fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he's joking. All right, so I'm over here on YouTube, and only four people are still watching. So if you're still watching on YouTube, please, next not next week, but the week after, when we start the uh, study back into the Book of Acts, we'll get back to our normally, regularly scheduled program <laughs> of talking about God's Word. So we'll be starting up the study on the Book of Acts. Please tell everybody you know about Let This Mind Be In You on Facebook, and also Let This Mind Be In You on YouTube. Please Share that, like it, subscribe to it. Uh, make sure you click the notification, everything like that, so you know when we go on live or when there's a video uploaded. Please go back to the archives. You can go, you can go see uh, any of the former uh, past um, studies that we have done. There's a lot of interesting ones on there. I don't know if <laughs> I'm going to keep this one up or not, but what's on my mind, episode 13. I just hope everybody understands where I'm coming from, uh, and we'll see how it goes from there. All right. All in, all good. All right, let's go ahead and call it a, a call it a day. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> all right, all right. So share this episode, and we'll see how how well it does, and see well we keep it up or not. But uh, looking forward to Acts, Sister Susie says. Me too. It's going to be a good time. Uh, studying the Word of God is always great. So. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for Let This Mind Be In You. Thank you for joining me on this. I know it's been a little bit different, but uh, thank you for having a little bit of fun with me and uh, talking about things. Just remember, when the Word of God speaks on it clearly, and you can go to the Word of God, go to it. Uh, stop using some verses out of context to prove your conspiracy theory. Preach Christ crucified. How about that? People are willingly ignorant of, the, of creation and the flood. Don't lead out with that either. If people want to talk about that, that's great. You want to talk about the creator God, that's awesome. But people need to understand that God did create. I get it. 
But man is sinful. He is undone. He is without hope, without Christ's blood applied to them. That God manifest in the flesh came, died, rose again, was buried, rose again on the third day, according to scriptures, for the remission, for the taking away of that separating sin, the sin of Adam. By one man, sin entered into the world, and by God manifest in the flesh, man, by one man, sin was taken away. The ability to be reunited, reconciled to Christ is there by his shed blood. And we are to have be ministers now. The vocation wherewith we're called is to be ministers of reconciliation. Preach Christ crucified, okay? All right. Love you all in the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You. And I'll see you in two weeks, Lord willing. God bless.